You're recording? Maybe. Don't record yet. <laughs> Why not? Fine, I'll start recording the next one. You can do whatever you whenever want. Whenever you want, whenever you're in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't record you while you're in the bathroom. <sighs> what are we doing here, Hillary? We just watched a fantastic piece of cinema called Demon Wind. A documentary, as some might say. First off the bat, what do you think of when you think of Demon Wind? It comes out of your butt. Yeah, like a demon... Wind. <laughs> a demon wind. If you actually look at this whole movie and think about it very deeply, it could absolutely be about demon farts. Like the fog that rolls in. You, you don't know. You, it, that's what it could be. What's the history with this? What is my history with this movie? Well, I saw it on Amazon Prime mm -hmm. uh, as a horror movie in connection with Chopping Mall, which is one of my favorite bad horror movies from the 80s. Yes. Then we also went to LA Comic Con and we stumbled upon DVD booth where they have the, the guys at the booth were taking old film and they were scanning all of it and printing dvds they had the rights to all of the films yeah, and re repairing the damaged film just making it more accessible to people so so we bought the dvd of this but then we watched it on prime so yeah so we kind of like invested into the movie apparently we gave it back how much do you think this movie cost to make what was this 1990 i bet can it was check? 1990 can you crunch up some numbers really quick let me crunch the numbers Dee -dee -beep -beep. 1990 1990? 1990. Damn. Feels like this movie was like made like early 80s. Half of the cast members have never been in anything ever again. And they're not <laughs> pictured. They're like, we're just trying to move on with our lives. <laughs> Let's pretend this never happened. Please stop contacting us. <laughs> I, I do think that one of the guys was in the movie Trolls too. Oh, really? Yeah. The main guy? The one with the glasses. He's the one who says like, Oh my God, they're killing him. And then they're going to kill me. Yeah. Well, uh, he brought that same passion to this movie. <laughs> Doesn't this actor, Stephen Quadros, look like... Kevin Bacon? Yes. He looks just he like looks Kevin exactly Bacon. He looks exactly like Kevin Bacon. Yes, he does. His introduction of the character is the best introduction I... of the character in the entire cinematic history of the world. And the humankind. What was the name of the main... Check, was she Regina? She doesn't have any photos. This... She was only in one other movie a year before this one. Oh. She just wants to get on with her life. Stop asking questions. She was like, this was not for me. No. She looks definitely like an 80s actress. Fantastic hair. Fantastic hair. Crimped in the front, straight in the back. Uh, High-waisted, acid-washed jeans. All right, should we start from the beginning? All right, Hillary. You have to kick All it right. off. I kind Let's of... kick it off. I ran up, I took... Okay, I enough the notes. the the notes. Enough. Demon Wind! The movie Demon. starts with a person burning on the cross. Wow, that started off pretty strong. <laughs> and then it goes into this, um, this like cabin house where there's pictures of Jesus and the Virgin Mary everywhere, crosses everywhere. Very long opening scene. Very long opening scene. A fully cooked turkey on the table. It seems like it's Thanksgiving, maybe. You're wondering, because they have this really nice feast, but all the doors and windows are nailed shut yeah. so it looks like it's a shack there's like a pentagram on the floor but it's only half it looks like there's a wall built in the middle of the pentagram mm -hmm. and there's a candle on it mysterious candle and pentagram there is this woman she turns and she has these like crazy claw marks on her back and her husband comes up and he's she had a rough night yeah and he's gonna comfort her but he is not doing well no he vomiting 
pudding. Tapioca pudding. Tapioca like crazy. pudding out of his mouth all over the place. And so then they're both kind of like become demons, I guess. And then she picks up this snow globe and she goes, if the crystal breaks, it's the end of both of us. And she holds up the snow globe and you're like, all right, whatever. Like <laughs> maybe it's a token of their relationship. And if she breaks it, it means like they're done because he like Gave attacked her. her. Yeah. <laughs> so she throws it to the ground and then there's this crazy <laughs> explosion and everything blows up like the best 80s explosion ever like from multiple <laughs> angles like <laughs> like think family guy when they're making fun of those movies <laughs> so then you see this car kind of driving on the horizon and there's this dirty hill girl the hill people of whatever <laughs> this area is and she's pointing a stick at their car nothing happens nothing her. happens she's just pointing this random stick at the car there is a skull like a cow skull yeah with, with clean earthworms all over it yeah it was nice and then i wrote, wrote omg dream sequence but i don't remember what happened god there's so many flashes in this movie yeah. the main character named cory he sees some bad stuff from his past that morph into some future stuff there's some stuff happening but it's really incoherent this whole movie is like a bad dream so anyway they get to this gas station so he walks into this gas station with his girlfriend and he's just in kind of a sour mood. He's not really talking to her much. He kind of gives some exposition in the beginning that basically main actor has been searching for his father, found his father, but then his father committed suicide. And now he's on the hunt to find out what happened to his grandparents because apparently something happened in this in their house. And then there's this dream sequence. <laughs> he was like, I had a really weird dream. He's naked at the gas station. With a full on butt. Yeah, they show his full butt. Man butt. How was his butt, Hillary? It was okay. It was okay. It was pretty good. Pretty nice tone. His grandma comes out of the gas station and goes, Welcome home, Corey. And then I was just thinking to myself, Why is everyone always naked in dreams and movies? I don't think I've ever been naked in a dream before. The couple arrives to the gas station and they go inside. Doesn't the old man greet them before they go in? Oh, do it? Yeah, he's outside. Oh. He's pumping gas. He has the longest eyebrows I've ever seen. Yeah, that's right. He goes in and he's still in like a really bad mood. So his girlfriend tries to cheer him up. Yeah. And she's like, hey. And she just starts taking her pants off. And then she moons him <laughs> with her underwear that has like a heart with an arrow through it. You get two butts. You get for two. For the price of one. You get two butts. Mm -hmm. So she moons him and he just goes, a moon for the misbegotten. This waitress walks out because it's a gas station and you think it's going to be a convenience store but it's a diner yeah and this woman walks out and she's like um ma'am the bathroom is over here and she's like no i'm, I'm not trying to do that <laughs> what do you have to drink and she goes we have beer water coke and goat's milk <laughs> and i was like what as a perfectly normal thing I feel like, at the, and she's also dressed like she's from the 50s and this is the 90s. At that moment in time, I would have been out of there and I would not have gone to the grandparents' house. Bye. So this is when an entire entourage of every single person this dude has ever known enters. I mean, they just keep entering into yeah. this movie like the whole time. So this is the first two that show up. It's uh, basically Biff. <laughs> from, from back, back to the, the future. future and his girlfriend the biff dude walks in and just like starts making out with the main guy's girlfriend and mm -hmm. she's like oh stop but he doesn't react at all and no. it's really upsetting he's like hey <laughs> and she's like ew get off me and then his girlfriend walks in and then they start making out yeah the weird thing about this guy when he's making out on every makeout scene he licks his upper lip then he licks her lip as they kiss i wonder if he was really awful to work with oh i wonder Okay. I wonder, I wonder. Excuse me. I'm laying down. Uh, uh, uh.
It's late at night. All right. Oh, oh, also, when the guy kisses his girlfriend on multiple occasions throughout the movie, his line that he's always saying, that's why I keep her around. Yeah, he says, that's why I keep her around so frequently. So this is the moment where the main guy tells everyone that his dad committed suicide. Their conversation was, is your dad okay? No, he slit his wrists. And then his girlfriend was like, you didn't even tell me that. And she was like asking them about it in the car before they got there. So that was kind of weird. Who was the other couple that walked in? Well, it was the guy with the glasses and his girlfriend. Yeah. So then, yeah, there were... So there's six people right so now. there's six people right now. So they're all having like drinks, And then whatever. the old man comes and he's basically like, you kids better get out of here. And he takes his gun out. He has like a weird monologue that's happening. Yeah, but I can't pay attention to anything he's see- saying because the menu board behind him <laughs> has <laughs> all of these prices that I'm just like, to- I'm completely memorizing. A hamburger, 50 cents? 45 cents for a hamburger. There was brisket, there was some barbecue, there was fish and chips. Yeah. And this, like, gas station is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I want to know where they're getting all this, and their prices are ridiculous. Uh. So then he was, like, really adamant that that they can't go to that house. And then halfway through, he just stopped caring, and he was like, all right. Ah, uh, fine, just gonna, go. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Just, <laughs> just straight, let them go. Straight down the road, and the road ends at the house. <laughs> so this is where the movie turns in such a delightful way. Two young gentlemen roll up in a convertible. Well, one of them is just a driver. He doesn't really have anything unusual about him. The second, the passenger, dresses in the most particular way. He's eh? dressed like a magician, but he's also standing up on the seat. They're blasting the classical music. I forgot what it was. As the driver speaks in the megaphone, announcing their presence. What happens next? Well, first of all, I forgot what he says, but he has a very deep voice. Welcome, guys, to my presence. Biff turns to his girlfriend and he says, I didn't know your boyfriend was was coming. Uh-huh. And, she was, and she said, I didn't know either to okay. set this up. All right, so All he's right. obviously ex-boyfriend. So he rolls up and like Wh- a magician gentleman, he pulls out a bouquet of plastic flowers from his wrist and throws them at his ex-girlfriend. Yes. Flowers for the lady. Yes. The new boyfriend, Biff, throws a can, a beer can, at the magician guy. The magician hits the beer can with his cane. With his wand. His wand. With the end of his wand. Sending it up in the air. He takes his cape off and then he jumps out of the car. He kicks the can. The can descends back down. He kicks it up into the air. So the can goes back in the air it comes back down again he kicks it in the air again (laughs) he kicks it second time in the air and then it comes back down and he roundhouse kicks it and it (laughs) hits biff in the face (laughs) we had to watch it six times (laughs) then biff threatens to beat up the magician so the magician throws a smoke bomb down and there's a rabbit on the ground but he's clearly standing behind the rabbit like he didn't really move very much and the driver his buddy goes like whoa whoa well, let's not fight around here so the beef gives kind of like you know stay away from a girl whatever the hell and he, all he does is he throws a pigeon into the air that he had in his coat and so then the pigeon flies into the air and then a giant turd lands on Biff's shoulder that is like a whole scoop of sour cream it was like a cup full of shit just it's like the best character intro ever. If you guys want to watch this movie, just watch it just for this part. No one really like talks about what just happened. But <laughs> they, all get, into, they all get into their cars. 
and head over to the grandparents' old house. So while they're driving, they pass these trees, and it, the camera pans up, and in these trees is a nest. And in the nest is a chicken egg, which makes not a whole lot of sense. <laughs> but then the chicken egg breaks, and it has mealworms in it. <laughs> they roll up, and there is just a straight-up charred person on a cross. <laughs> Like, there are skeletons everywhere. There's no police in this did, world. Yeah, did no one, like... Question like, what happened Or, here? like, clean this crime scene? Like, what? what is this? This is ridiculous. They're walking around, and they go inside the house, which is probably one of the cooler effects in the movie. It's only just a facade. Front, maybe a little bit of the back, some sides left yeah, over. Yeah, but it's mostly just, like, the front panel of the house, and there's no yeah. back. It's just all grass. But when they walk through the door, it's, like, magically the interior of the house. Yeah. They're kind of walking around. They're like, well, that's weird, but no one's really paying much attention to to the fact that that's pretty freaking weird that the house yep. is magical. And they try to get into their cars, but they don't start. Uh, the batteries are dead. So they can't leave. <laughs> the cars don't start, so you decide to walk away from the house. As they're walking away from the house, this fog starts surrounding them. And they're like, oh no, this is so weird. This is so weird. And the fog clears and they just turn around like, okay, let's keep walking. Then the fog's coming again and clears. They're like, okay, nothing happens. And the third time fog's come in, they realize that they're from the house. Yeah, the fog slowly but surely takes them back to the house three times. <laughs> that demon wind is really slow. It's very inefficient wind. So when the fog clears, they see like three girls standing there. Yeah. But they all have like demonic voices like, You are finally ours! Or some bullshit you like that. You shall not leave. Pretty much. One of the women approaches the girl and the girl grabs the woman by her hand. And she goes, You're mine. You're mine. Flash like lighting effect and the woman turns into a doll it turns into a doll a baby doll a baby doll it says to her boyfriend you lied to me and then it catches fire. catches fire disappears and no one is reacting no one reacks or says anything and they're, like, anything. they're and like, like so they're like oh. well i guess we should go back in the house and then no one brings it up ever again <laughs> and i'm like they must have not liked her <laughs> there are two things that set off this chain of events uh-huh. first of all there's oh, a skull on yeah. the ground that zapped blue light into the main guy and then he had visions of what happened yeah but when they go into the house one of the girls reads the latin yeah she sees like some graffiti on the wall and she reads something it's she like read, three words she read the latin so she it started latin. this whole thing yeah so the, the small come in and the one of the chicks turned into a, a baby doll they go back in the main guy goes well time to clean and then there's a tiny cleaning montage where they're all cleaning the house <laughs> did, you, did you notice how a magician was randomly pulling out handkerchiefs out yeah, of his yeah so when they have the cleaning <laughs> montage the magician's like pulling all the handkerchiefs out of his sleeve but that's all he's doing he's not using them no so then he goes into his grandmother's old bedroom and he finds her diary. Oh, yes, right. And he also doesn't react at all to this. And he's like, oh, I found my grandmother's diary. And it's like in some demonic like language. It looks yeah. like it's, it's written in like written Sumerian and runes. And <laughs> it looks like a Necronomicon. Yeah, it totally does. And then it has spells sometimes in English in there. And this is where they find out there are two daggers. His grandmother has two Yeah two of the seven daggers that can bring down the son of Satan. So that's like basically what they have to try to get through this. So everybody's like under assumption that the demons are going to start coming into the nighttime. So they get like a shotgun that was randomly in the car, uh, a six shooter. Mm-hmm. And they all kind of hunker down in the house. Yeah, they all get ready and prepared for demons to descend on the house. And, and then these two guys 
are looking out the window. The magician. The the magician magician and his friend are like keeping watch. And they look back. So there's this topless chick. And she's just... But when you're at 51, you see some pair of breasts. Yeah, you see some boobies. Boobies. And she's just like, boys, (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) They turn to each other and they go, demon. Demon. (laughs) (laughs) And they turn around and all their friends are sleeping. They're like, well, should we go shoot him? And he's like, may as well. Yeah. So they go outside and they just start shooting these zombie demons the six shooter magically turns into a 50 shooter yeah for sure <laughs> I mean, and they're back to back and they're just shooting really like knocking out these zombies i mean they okay they're not knocking them out they're shooting them like in the shoulder in the arm. at one point the main guy lightly grazes zombie chick's shoulder and she just goes and like like but spins she, away <laughs> bunch of green goose out of her shoulder the magician guy's friend inexplicably dies he Mm -hmm. has like a cut on his neck and falls then the magician like runs out of bullets so he just starts karate chopping and roundhouse kicking (laughs) them yeah that was amazing but then he eventually dies too i like how he roundhouse kicked a demon's head kind of make it through the night it becomes morning and more friends show up (laughs) there are two more characters all right describe how one of the guys was what was he wearing he had the most amazing dangling skeleton earring that I've ever seen. It reached his shoulder. But he also wore an amazing white a blazer. The survivors who spend a the night, they're like, don't turn off the car, don't turn off the car. And the guy with the earring turns off the car. He's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What do you say? And it- So then they decide to venture into this like demonic shed. And there are some really cool special effects with the doors opening and closing. And they go inside and there's a human skeleton with a cow head. <laughs> On top, which Not a goat head. I would have gone with a goat head because a cow head looks absurd. <laughs> it's so big compared to the human skeleton. Uh, the new girl who has a red beret, fantastic pretty beret, fantastic, yeah, gets a little close, and the tongue shoots out of the cow's head and wraps around her neck, and he like eats her face. That was pretty sweet. It was pretty cool. More of those zombie demons come out, and they try to shoot them, but their guns don't work because they're in the house of the demon. I'm not really sure. I I there was just. But this is the moment where the Weird. uh the main guy the main guy yeah. stabs the girl who's just eaten in the face with a demon dagger and she becomes herself again and she goes you killed me and then disappears. What I didn't understand is he stabbed her and immediately let go of the dagger. Do they know these are one-use daggers? It seems like if I had a very powerful demon dagger, I would hang on to it and I wouldn't just let it go. So eventually the demons turn into zombies and it becomes a zombie movie. It's really long and drawn out and... Zombies trying to take over the house, the windows are boarded. I think there's like three people at this point left in the movie. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the guy goes check the back room and uh, he sees a bunch of zo- zombie demons trying to get through the back door and one of them bites him. The guy with the glasses yeah. is now a zombie demon. Yeah, a zombie demon. So the woman comes to see why he's so quiet over there. She go- has to run back into the room to get the spell book. Her boyfriend, the main guy, he gives her the dagger and he's like here's the last dagger be careful go get the spell book and come back yeah we're gonna, like, we're, gonna okay. we're gonna do some spells out of that book so she goes back to the back room where the guy with the glasses is and he is a demon he's a demon he comes to attack the woman what does she do she stabs him yes and what happens so apparently <laughs> and th- th- this wasn't apparent the first time this happened but when you stab someone it shows you their soul she stabs him the demon flashes back to himself yeah, they, to they, the, they the glasses. guy yeah and then it becomes a teenage version of him yes then it's a baby version of him <laughs> and then it's a dove sitting there and then it eventually flies away <laughs> 
idea was this? It's so funny because they're all looking up at the camera. Demon. Guy with the glasses. Teenager. Teenager. Baby. Baby. Dove. Dove. <laughs> Dove flies away. After this movie goes kind of off the rails. The old man, yeah. The, from, the from the gas station. Gas station shows yeah. up. We should probably say because there's a lot of exposition in these parts where they explain things. Apparently, this whole thing came about because the main guy's great-grandfather and great-grandmother came to this land because there was this preacher who brought them there and he was preaching all this stuff and then it turns out that he was a Satanist and he was preaching about demons. His great-grandfather and great-grandmother tried to stop him and they he killed all of them, made them like these demon zombies. Everyone's children in that town were born demons until his I father so. or something weird something weird doesn't make any sense yeah it was like they were basically screaming exposition while there were zombies coming so it was kind of yeah. hard the gas station attendant brings all these demons around him so he's the old pastor yeah he's turns out to be like the old pastor who's behind this whole thing he turns the demons into a energy ball and takes him into him. He becomes a mega demon. He becomes the mega demon. He goes after uh, the main character and his woman. He breaks through the house. The main character turns into an alien. I have to say that the mega demon somehow conjures the girl from the beginning who became the doll. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And sucks the life out of her. Yeah, so he's that like, was really weird. She turns into like this old woman. Character. So he goes after the main character. The main character says a spell in his book and he becomes this alien monster alien like syrup alien looking like big head long big head ears. with like his head almost looks like a cuttlefish the main character alien just runs up to the demon and kicks him the balls <laughs> and then they just kind of fight back and forth and back then he's and forth. like the mega demon puts his fingers on the guy's head and burns him and then, yes and then he wakes up and he realizes it was all a dream. It was all a dream. But, and sorry, that was all a dream. All his dead friends around him turn into demons and they're like, oh, I hate to eat you. So he goes back into the normal reality where he's an alien, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's another demon fight. They say the spell that makes the fireplace explode all over the mega demon and catches him on fire. There is another grandiose explosion. Corey, the main character, and his girlfriend are able to leave the place because their cars start again and they stop by the gas station to kill a woman from the, 50s. the woman from the 50s who is obviously also a demon. Yeah, and they're using a book to kill her. They drive off into the distance, but they forgot one person, that dirty hill girl from the beginning <laughs> who pointed at them with the stick. And she looks at the, looks at the camera and the electricity comes out and the credits roll. And there, folks, you have it. It is the Demon Wind. It is the perfect date movie. I thought it was pretty good. Would you recommend for people to watch it? Yes. The whole movie is just a massive fever dream. If you like really bad 80s or 90s horror movies that are super cheesy, this is right up your alley. Yeah. We probably should have like introduced us ourselves in the beginning, huh? I'm Dima. I'm Hillary. Okay. And this was <laughs> what are we calling this? Cackle cast. Cackle cast. Cackle cast. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye bye.